Welcome back to the podcast, and after two weeks of not doing this, I think two to one weeks of not doing this, I am back with this, and we're going to go through a deepish dive through each team. Uh, for the next four weeks, we're doing the AFC North. To be honest, this is probably my least favorite division, just because of how toxic they are with the Steelers, Ravens, Browns. I feel like the Browns have pretty decent fans, the Ravens, especially this guy on TikTok, they are just bothered the they bother me a lot. And the Steelers, just with Juju and Chase Claypool. I mean, Chase Claypool isn't as bad as Juju, but the whole atmosphere around that team just bothers me. Bengals are okay, but they can't win for shit. So this is definitely not going to be my favorite um, podcast. Uh, podcast, like, um, about the division, because I just do not like this division. Uh, we are going to go this time, because just to sit, spare me for the week. Worst to best team. So we're starting off with the Bengals. So Cincinnati Bengals are a team that I actually looked at investing in a little bit uh, with Tyler Boyd because I thought he would have had a good season. He wasn't bad, but he wasn't... I think he was not too bad. He w- He's more of a slot receiver. I'm pretty sure he was uh, one of the better slot receivers this season. But... Definitely didn't have, like, an eye-popping. Yeah, he had 841 yards, which is pretty good. Four touchdowns. Out of 110 targets, he had 79 um, catches, which is pretty good. Um, that seems like to have a good season. AJ Green, I don't know what's up with him. Um, he barely got any. He got a ton of targets. So, he had his almost as... He had four less targets than T. Higgins. 400 less yards. 20 less receptions. Looking at these stats, to be honest, Tyler Boyd's looking like technically the best receiver because out of... So they all had around 105, 110 um, catches. They had 104 for AJ Green, 110 for Tyler Boyd, and 108 for T. Higgins. Does seem like Tyler Boyd's the best. So yeah, um, let's get into the, the episode and start going through the list. So first, we're going to go front office. So... This is definitely harder to grade on just because knowing that this front office has made some poor decisions. Um, John Goss the other year, <clears throat> that was definitely a poor decision. Yes, he played only three games, but he only got 17 yards and two catches. Not a good season for him. And that's also where you got to look at. I mean... You just have players like AJ Green just being caps, like a waste of cap space. That's just something you've got to look at and be like, yeah, we got to get rid of him. We got to trade him or some something like that. And you've got your uh, franchise quarterback, which is good and all, but he's not going to be franchise quarterback for long when he's uh, got sacked 32 times in 10 games. That's 3.2 sacks per game he's averaged. He played really well. He he throws about a pick every other game with five picks in 10 games. But he he got, I think he tore his ACL or something. I It was a torn ACL, I'm pretty sure. But he got hit a lot. Like 32 sacks saying 16 games is not bad. But in 10 games, it's horrible. So, I mean, because the draft's coming up soon and we have an idea of where they're going to be picking, I don't know if they... Say, I don't know if they draft an offensive lineman or trade for a bona fide offensive lineman. Um, 
Say if you dra uh, trade for, say... Oh, this is hard. I don't know as many offensive linemen as I used to. Probably because I haven't played Madden much. No, but you guys, they got to draft an offensive lineman to protect Burrow. Allen, I'm the backup quarterback. Brandon Allen was pretty eh. 82 passer rating. I mean, that's seven um, uh, points lower than Joe Burrow. So, I mean, I'll give him that. But he did throw four picks to five touchdowns. And he didn't get sacked as much as uh, Joe Burrow. I mean, maybe he gets a chance somewhere else. He, he definitely does seem like a good backup QB, Brandon Allen. So maybe you keep him as a backup quarterback. But they've got to get some stuff around him. So that's what I think. But um, drafting-wise, they've done a pretty good job in the last couple of years. Looking at their team, I mean, Joe Mixon was a gem. Joe Burrow could be the next franchise QB. In the second round, they got T. Higgins, which was good. They have players like Jesse Bates, who was, um, he was like the best safety this year. Jesse Bates, Von Bell, they, I mean, they draft well. So I'm going to give them a B plus. Just like in recent memory, at least they draft well, like the last four years. Okay, coaching. This is hard. This is hard. Uh, I'm pretty sure the coach is Zach Taylor. Um, I'm, if it, I think that's the name of the coach. Um, so if it is Zach, yeah, Zach Taylor. So Zach Taylor has not been good the last two years. Uh, they've not had a good two years yet. I mean, uh, twenty nineteen. Uh, before the season, I would have said that there would have been like an eight and eight team at worst. Because uh, Andy Dalton isn't a bad quarterback. I like him. But they became the they were the worst team in the NFL. And they got the first pick. Now, I don't know if you move on from Zach Taylor or not. That's the thing. I would not be... Like, it's sort of too late. But next year, would not, it would not be a bad idea to move on from him. Being completely honest. Thinking for your future, I would say move on. I think it's it's been two years, and you've been pretty much the worst team both years. I would if I was say the Bengals GM right now, I'd move on, and that's just because my grade for um Zach Taylor is quite low, just because you just let your QBs get banged up with such a bad O line. And yes, oh yeah, um, he's only been here for two years and stuff like that. But you've got to build around your QB. Yes, you drafted Joe Burrow, but if you look at the receiver course, so you before you saying that if it's the second round and you're about to pick, you've got Tyler Boyd, you've got AJ Green, who I'm guessing they would not thought would have had this bad of a season. You've got Ante Alex, um, Erickson. Mike Thomas, not Michael Thomas, Mike Thomas, and John Goss. This is before the season. Would, I would not be drafting T. Higgins. T. Higgins had an, a great year. But I would not be drafting T. Higgins. That's the thing. I would draft an offensive lineman. Because looking at this, now you see really that they didn't need offensive linemen. So, yeah. And uh, it's not completely him who gets to choose. But I, would, I think he should have looked at offensive linemen. And 
the Bengals have to look at offensive linemen to be able to be a Super Bowl contender. So, yeah. And just, I don't like how we also coaches. I mean, looking at this, the stats alone, you wouldn't be in looking at the record. You would not be saying, oh, this is a great coach. This may be a coach who's not going to have a coaching job for much longer in the NFL as it stands. Okay, quarterback. A, just because they've most likely just found their franchise guy in Joe Burrow. He had a pretty good season. If he was healthy, he could have probably challenged for offensive rookie of the year. Justin Herbert had an amazing year, though. Uh, they also have a pretty good back- backup in Brandon Allen and Ryan Finley. I'm, that's surprising that he even sh- um, came on the field. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's pretty good quarterback room. I mean, maybe if I was a GM or a coach, I would get a, a veteran to help mentor Joe Burrow. So, say, like, who's a good – Chad Henney would not be – because I'm guessing he's still going to be on the um, Chiefs. I would pick up some guy like Ryan Fitzpatrick if he's still, if he's a free agent. Or I'd get a guy like Blake Bortles if he becomes a free agent or something. So, yeah. So, this is a part I'm very, very, very high on. A plus on rushing. Yes, A plus. I said A plus. Reason why is Joe Mixon could be a great running back. And this is not going on offensive lineman help. Joe Mixon is a great running back. Giovanni Bernard, not as many people talked about him, but he's he had a pretty good season as well. Um, Saman J. Piran, he had about three touchdowns. Altogether, rushing, they had 13 touchdowns, 1,600 yards. They are a pretty good running back room. I feel like... They have the potential to be very, very good. Because I like Giovanni Bernard. He's a pretty good running back. And he's always been good. He, They also haven't fumbled much. If we look at running backs alone, they fumbled three times in 16 games. That's pretty dang good. They average, as a whole, 4.1 yards a carry, which is pretty good. The only thing is, which you would probably say is on the O-line, they have a 55-yard long, which is sort of eh, iffy. But they have a good running back room. Joe Mixon's very talented. Giovanni Bernard's a pretty dang good backup if you have him as a backup or rotate him in. And Samanje Perron, he's a pretty darn good running back too. I mean, all together, they got around... <laughs> those three together, they got about 1,100 yards. Yeah, that's not crazy. But when you look at Joe Mixon only playing six games... And Giovanni Bernard getting the ball only 124 times. I mean, they have potential. And I'm excited to see what they can do as a whole. So, I would give them around an A, not an A+. I take back the A+, maybe an A. But they have potential. And if the offensive line was good, this, this could have been a very good season for them. Receiving core. This is hard. AJ Green. He's just been a bum. I mean, he, he used to be unstoppable. Now he's barely... He gets the ball passed to him a lot, but he just doesn't catch it. Um, Looking at as well at his yak, his yak is so low compared to everybody else. And this is also why I love Giovanni Bernard. He has 355, um, 355 yards, but 363 yards after catch. 
So, I mean, he makes he makes plays out of the backfield, and that's something what you want from your running back. So let's look at the positives. T. Higgins. I honestly wasn't the highest from him out of the draft, but he's definitely been very good. Better than Ruggs and Judy, even though Judy, well, Judy drops a lot. But Higgins has been very good. Tyler Boyd, I was going to invest in him, but then I just didn't pull the trigger. Sort of regret it. He has 841 yards, uh, four touchdowns, and he had a pretty good season. One thing I have noticed is no receiver has a crazy amount of touchdowns. Six touchdowns is the most, and that's by T. Higgins. I mean, not like something I would scream about like, hey, that's not good. But you want to find that guy who you use as a weapon and like say a guy who you target the most because that also opens up other guys because people are going to double cover him or triple cover him more. Like say Devontae Adams. You see what they have with MVS and Lazard. They get open because, say, the Buccaneers want to put two or three guys around Devontae Adams because they know even with two guys on him, he still makes plays and still gets a ton of yards. And still with two guys and the best corner in the NFL, he still gets yards and still gets a touchdown. So you want a guy like that. So I don't know if they... they I definitely would not go after a receiver. But if there is a receiver in free agency available, I maybe would cut A.J. Green and get a good second receiver, have Tyler Boyd as a slot receiver, and T. Higgins be either your second receiver and that guy from free agency be your first, or um, T. Higgins be first and then get a nice complimentary receiver, and then you have a really good receiver room. Drew Sample had a decent season. Uh, C.J. Uzuma, he, he actually had a pretty good two-game stretch he was in. He had 87 yards in two games and a touchdown. He got injured quite early. Um, and John Ross, of course. I mean, John Ross, I think, is a bust. He's, he wasn't good in his first season, and he's just not... I feel that uh, he was just a speedster. That's the thing. So, yeah, I mean, that's something... I think they could be good on offense, but... It has to also come from defense. Okay. Oh, wait. Offensive line. My bad. Um, <coughs> uh, offensive line gets an F. 48 sacks in 16 games. That is not good. That's about three sacks a game. That is not good. I mean, you got your quarterback, um, franchise quarterback injured. And Ryan Finley couldn't even last all games. <laughs> it looks like Ryan Finley got knocked out in at least one game because Ryan Finley has five games, Brandon Allen has five games, and Joe Burrow has ten games. Means Ryan Finley didn't play all his games that he would would have been available for. It. Not a good look. And as well, looks like Ryan... Oh, no, Brandon Allen, he was a starter. Ryan Finley got absolutely hammered with nine sacks. Doesn't look like he played much, but he got hit a lot. Okay, defensive line. This may be an F2. Five and a half sacks is the most sacks by one guy. Then Sam Hubbard has two, so that's seven. And Xavier Williams Williams has eight, makes it eight. Um, Kareem, nine. Oh, Carlos Dumlap didn't have a good season. Ten, eleven, twelve. Okay, twelve sacks altogether for defensive line. Some defensive linemen had more than that. One guy, like say TJ Watt. It's had more than the whole Bengals team, it looks like. I think. 
maybe not. Uh, I'm not sure how many sacks T.J. Watt had, but yeah, let's see. No, very close though, but definitely more than the whole defensive line, which is an issue. They may have to draft a defensive. Oh wow, that's difficult. So I don't know if they want to draft a defensive lineman and an offensive lineman. You want to protect your quarterback, but you can't do jack squat if you can't get to the quarter, get to the opposition quarterback. Yeah, linebackers as well. That's sort of hard to grade on this one because I don't know. I'm going to say non-applicable because I just can't read these stats. Well, because I none of these guys are like big names, but as well, I don't know. I can't, because normally you're able to tell what type of position they're going like 4-3 or 3-4. Something, but doesn't, it looks like they're going to 4-3 with the only defensive linemen, like two defensive ends. And two defense, uh, not two defensive tackles. It looks like they're gonna three four maybe actually. Well, if they do run a three four, and Jordan Evans is the outside linebacker, he's been jack squat as well. Two sacks. Oh, not two sacks. Yes, two sacks. My bad. Josh Bynes also had a sack. I mean, I expect linebackers also to get to the QB because there's. I feel like linebackers seem to be getting to the QB more now. Um, yeah. Uh, defensive backs, they get a B-plus just because of what... Because um, they have the Jesse Bates and Von Bell. Yes, they're safeties, but I count them as defensive backs as well. Um. Doesn't look like the defensive backs got too many picks either. Mackenzie Alexander got one. Darius Phillips got one. William Jackson got one. Uh, let's look at past deflections. Let's see who stops the most. Oh, Jesse Bates, yeah. Got 15 past deflections. Darius Phillips also did well with 12. And 11 by William Jackson. So, I mean, it seems to be pretty good. Fortunately here, it does not say how many yards they gave up. Um, probably not the best because the team went four eleven and one. So yeah, uh, let's look at the uh special teams. Okay, so special teams. Um, why is it not showing correctly? Oh, here we go. Sorry, I was looking at the wrong thing. Ninety seven percent. Extra points all together as a team. Randy Bullock had one miss. Okay, so they only missed one extra point all season because it looks like Randy Bullock got injured after 12 games and then Austin... Oh, it, I don't know how it went, but Randy Bullock played only 12 games and Austin Seibert played four. Field goal percentage is not the best. I mean, Randy Bullock missed two... From 30 to 39 yards. And one from 40 to 49. And two from 50. So he had an 80%. And Austin Seibert had a 75%. Not really the best percentage. Definitely may want to look at a new kicker. But maybe not. Because they're pretty electric from an automatic from extra points. <coughs> which is always good. 
Sorry, I just had a small cough. Um, so yeah. I wouldn't say I would put kicking for this team at least at uh the lower priority. I don't even think they should look at a new kicker because Randy Bullock's a pretty good kicker. But yeah. Um punting, Kevin Huber. Nineteen punts in the twenty out of seventy one. I mean that's not the worst. Seven touchbacks. That's not included. That's twenty six punts in the twenty, which is not bad. Including touchbacks. So yeah. Uh I'll give them about a Oh wait, I totally forgot. Ben Wilson, I remember seeing that. Got a one hundred three yard return for touchdown. So that's gonna change everything. From me giving them about a B to it's gonna be a B plus, right? Because that's pretty damn good. So, looking at this team, they definitely need help in the trenches. I mean, both trenches, both sides of the trenches are absolute god-awful. That's something they've got to fix really badly. <laughs> and I wouldn't invest anything into this team, like sports cards-wise, until they fix that. Because you may want to invest in Joe Burrow, but you don't want to invest in a guy who's going to get hit so much that he's not going to be able to play. I, if I would invest in three guys on this team, it would be Joe Burrow, probably base um, prism, Joe Mixon, because he's pretty good, and Tyler Boyd or T. Higgins. It depends on what your cup of tea is. I would go T. Higgins because he's a rookie this year, so he's going to be younger, and he seems to have done very well. And because he's a rookie, same year as Joe Burrow, they're going to have that chemistry. So, I mean... This is a this team has potential. I think they can go seven and nine next year. But they've gotta play well. Um I don't know what to tell you. I would say get a new coach. I would say go look at the Chiefs offensive coordinator and get him as a coach because their coach he has some problems. So yeah, um thanks for listening. I quickly also wanted to make an am- announcement that I'm going to most likely make a video this week, maybe next week, about the players I'm investing in. Uh, there's some new guys, and there's some new things I'm looking at because it's uh, about to be off-season. You know, I may actually quickly say this now. So, I'm looking at receivers who's getting new quarterbacks. So, Michael Pittman and LaVisca Chanel are two of the guys. Um, one guy who I'm also looking at who's not getting a new quarterback, but who's been very good this season... With nobody really hyping him up, Corey Davis. He is pretty good this season, and his cards are very cheap. I just tapped onto his um, onto eBay to look at him. You could get a light blue prism gem mint ten for about thirty five bucks. I may get that right now. Actually, that looks like a nice, nice card. Um, so yeah, uh, that's what I'm looking at. I'm also looking at Jameis Winston because I don't know if you guys remembered um when the Saints played the Bucks in the uh, spoiler, the Saints got eliminated. Um, it looked like uh, Drew Brees said to Jameis Winston, this is your team now, which I would not be surprised that they didn't play him just so it, they can get him on a cheaper contract because the Saints are in cap space hell. They may not be contender for a long, long time. So they may have just done that so they can get him on a cheap contract and then are able to release the Beast. So, yeah, um, that's what I'm looking at. I also wanted to quickly say thank you so much for getting me to 300 
25 total views on the podcast. Um, I didn't think, that, like I've said before, I didn't think I would last this long doing podcasts, but I'm having a blast and I'm going to do it for a long, hopefully a long time. I have ideas of different series I could do and I'm excited to uh, make these videos for you guys. Um, so I'm also going to be investing in some more stuff because I've gotten some cellos and stuff like that. So I may trade two of my cellos for some rookies. I hope I could get a lot of LaVisca and Corey Davis. Because I feel like the second Trevor Lawrence is drafted to the Jaguars, LaVisca's prices are going to skyrocket. Because the Jaguars, I feel like this season could either be playoff contender or 2-14 and 14 again. All right, no, 2-14. and 14, So one game better. Um, yeah, so... Thanks for listening and see you guys Wednesday.